Thanks for tuning in to the Afternoon Shift on WBEZ and WBEZ.org. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Local artist Jack Nixon has been building his portfolio for nearly 30 years. His detailed graphite drawings showcase some of Chicago's most famous landmarks and buildings, the Civic Opera House, the Art Institute, and the Tribune Building, just to name a few. His artwork is photorealistic but almost goes beyond reality, capturing Chicago's urban landscape in an almost surreal and perfect light. He's in studio with us right now. Jack, thanks for being here. Welcome to the Afternoon Shift. Thanks for the invitation, Niella. And so I should mention to everybody uh, that your pieces are going to be on exhibition for one night only on Monday, and that's going to be at St. James Commons, which is right next to St. James Cathedral. You brought this piece in earlier today that everybody all day has been coming into the studio to look at this. But obviously, since we're radio and our audience can't actually see your artwork, I wonder if you could describe how you would explain your style of art. Well, photorealistic is a good word for it. Um, I began my drawings with the historical um, vision of Giambattista Peronese, who 300 years ago did these beautiful, beautiful etchings of Rome and Athens, uh, ancient Rome and ancient, ancient Athens. Um, and when I came back to Chicago, I wanted to do Chicago as the great etchers uh, did the beautiful cities in Europe. But I couldn't find anybody that did anything like the old European engravings. Um, and so I'd, I decided to take it upon myself to do Chicago like Rome and Athens and Egypt. And um, when you say that, I mean, did you originally intend almost 30 years ago to do the amount of works that you've done? Well, no. I didn't realize it was going to take me this long to do these works. They're they're extremely difficult to do. Um, I just didn't realize that it was going to take me this long to put all these drawings together. We're uh, taking a picture of it, and we're going to tweet it out so everyone can see it as well. Um, But, Jack, can you describe this particular piece for us? Uh, this this is the uh, Spearman and the South Grant Park Commissioner's Memorial. Um, this is a pair uh, that it's on Michigan Avenue and uh, Congress Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love them because of the composition and the dynamics that both the Indian and the Commissioner's Memorial have in the scene. Um, there's some phenomenal darks and, and, and really beautiful light, uh, light grays and a lot of highlights. And uh, the materials of both the limestone in the uh, Commissioner's Memorial and the granite underneath the bronze sculpture is just a beautiful array of materials that really stand out. And I just, I loved them so much. I just felt they had to be drawn. And Jack, when we think about this work in particular, and when I, when I say the light, I mean, it is really, it is photorealistic in terms of the shadows and the depth. How do you, do you take a photograph? How do you work from this? I take a lot of photographs. You take a lot of, but at the same time, you take photographs of the same, or do you take? Generally at the same time, but when it's very sunny and very clear, because you need brilliant, clear, crisp light for for good, clean edges. Um, but sometimes I will do them in different, slightly different positions for good composition. As in, as a, for instance, with the Indians in Grant Park, I had to stand on a ladder because the 
the, the height of the Indian and the height of the uh, monument were the, were the same. And so I needed a little bit of diagonal to make a better composition. So I took a six-step ladder and got on top of the ladder to photograph the Indian and the memorial. Then I, had, then I got back down on the ground to photograph the cement pylons. So to get a really good composition, sometimes I mix and match a little bit positions, but you always need really bright, clean, crisp light. And what's the process like after you found that perfect photo? Um, sometimes I will... Because uh, you work just in pencil. Yeah, sometimes I will trace. Sometimes we'll, I used to use a, a, a Lucy and project the drawing on the paper. But sometimes I will actually go to Kinko's and blow the image up and trace there. But it's not so much the tracing, but it's trying to get the best composition, the best light, and the best image I can possibly get. I'm speaking with local artist Jack Nixon. He's exhibiting all of his uh, pieces for one night only on Monday night where he's going to be talking about his work. Uh, his graphite drawings were talking about these intricate pencil art of Chicago, some of Chicago's most famous landmarks he's been doing for almost three decades. And Jack, why did you decide to depict pre-1940 architecture? Just the beauty of the buildings, the detail, the the warmth of the limestone. Um, I, I find that there's an intimacy to those buildings and a humanity to those buildings that are much more interesting. And when we think about the buildings in particular, I wanted to ask you about uh, what prompted this current exhibition that you're doing. Um, it took me about 20 years to finish off the last drawing of my six-drawing masterpiece. Um, in, uh, and when you say 20 years, you've been working on it for 20 years. I've actually, it actually took four solid years to do the six drawings, but it took me about 20 years to figure out how I was, how I was going to match the best drawing of my life. And it was a bit intimidating to do the Wrigley Tribune drawing, finish it, and then have to do another drawing equally as good. And it just, it was, I'd, I'd mentioned to your producer, Joy, that it was like Brahms trying to compete with Beethoven 150 years ago. He was compared to Beethoven, and he was afraid he couldn't live up to his mastery. And I didn't realize that until about a couple of years ago when I read it and realized that I was trying to compete with a drawing that I could I didn't think I could ever match. Mm. And so when we think about other drawings, so that one was the Wrigley Building, the Wrigley Tribune and the Medina Towers drawing took a year and a half for you to complete it. How many hours did you spend on that one? That was 3,000 hours. And when you say 3,000 hours, does that include the time you spent studying the best time and light and season? That was pretty much the drawing. That was just the drawing. But it took me about a year to, to find out where the best light was and when what time of year that light was. And I found the best time for that particular drawing was in February at about 4.30. So when you must be intimately acquainted with light across the city at different times of year. When you think about light in different seasons, how would you describe it to people? Varying. It right. varies So what's summer light? Like, what is our light like now then? Uh, hazy, generally, because of the lake, because of the humidity. Um, you get many more clear, crisp days in the fall and in the winter, um, but you have to pick your days in the summertime because the because the clear, crisp days are fleeting in the summer. And is the spring also too muggy then? 
Um, you get it rains a lot, um, but you still get some good days. But I find that the fall and the winter are the best times. And then, how do you negotiate? the light when you're preparing to draw things? Is it just about being patient? Because it seems like so much of your work is dependent on the correct lighting conditions. Yes, it is patience. Um, For instance, the Michigan Avenue Bridge, it took me another solid year to watch how the shadows fell on the Michigan Avenue Bridge because they changed so drastically. Uh, the two sculptures on the Michigan Avenue Bridge on the north side of the of the bridge are very different than the south side. In fact, I had to light them artificially using a 12,000-watt flood lamp on a cherry picker to get those uh, shadows the way they f- fell on the south side of the bridge. I'm speaking with local artist Jack Nixon. We're talking about his detail, detailed graphite drawings, uh, which include some of Chicago's most famous landmarks. And he's exhibiting all of this on Monday. And Jack, you've, you know, you've been in different, I was, you know, as we were talking before the segment, you've been in Art Prize and worked in other cities as well. Do you find uh, a different reaction to drawings of Chicago when you're outside of the city? The reactions are the same. Um, the The word that I find... I have heard over and over again is wow. Because people think they're photographs and they generally take a second and third take and realize that they're pencil drawings. And I always get that word wow. And it's really a lot of fun when I, when I, when I hear that reaction. And when you draw this, I mean, as I'm always curious as an artist, when you do these works of art, there's so much time that you devote to it. Do you do it because, I mean, is it art then? Is it difficult to give up the art after? Do you not want to get rid of it? Well, these drawings were done specifically for publishing. Um, but they are hard to give up. Um, but being a professional, you, you, you sell your work. But I did these drawings because I love the old masters like Albrecht Durer and Rembrandt and all the uh, the, the, the classic uh, uh, printmakers. And so when I did these drawings, I, I knew that they were going to be so difficult to sell and draw as originals. I thought that I would do them specifically for prints so that I could actually sell the prints to people all over the world. How many pieces are in this collection? Uh, probably about three dozen. And do you have favorites? Well, the Wrigley Tribune has always been my favorite because it's been so difficult and, and, and so so overwhelming to see. Um, but Can you describe how big that is for everyone? That drawing is four by six feet in size. Wow. Um, that and the South Side Spires drawings. I'm also doing the Water Tower right now. That's also the same size as the Wrigley, but that's only about 20% finished. That unfinished piece is also going to be in the show. And when we're thinking about um, these pieces and you think about the amount of work you put into them and which ones, I guess, are your favorites, do you also just have favorite buildings that don't fit into sort of the pre-1940s architecture that you've ever thought about doing? 333, I like that a lot. That's a really nice international-style building. Um, There are a number of good international-style buildings, but I've always found that the the, the old limestone buildings have the most character, as, for instance, the Civic Opera Building. The back of the Civic Opera Building along the river, it is such a magnificent wall of textured stone. It has is that be, your favorite view of the building? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, I've always loved that particular. But 
the front of the building is beautiful too with the uh, with the porticos of of the ladies um, and the uh, and the uh, Egyptian style. I believe that um, I'm trying to remember what the first. Um, uh, I can't think of the Egyptian opera that was debuted. That was debuted there. Um, yes. Aida? Aida, yes. Right. And I think that, that they probably debuted that because of the because of the beautiful Egyptian style oh, right. um, limestone that, that that they did. What do you think is the beauty of a photorealistic drawing as opposed to a photograph as someone who does both because you do I mean well the photographs for you are a means to the end of a drawing I think it's the it's the it's the way that I handle the paper and the it's it, it's the intimacy of the drawing and the materials that uh, people can really get a feel for in 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 the drawings um um but I just I find that surprising people with believe people believing that they're that they're photographs and almost the magic of of people being able to see them as drawings compared to them being photographs right and it really invites you to take a second look which you can do on Monday. Uh, all these pieces that Jack has been talking about are on exhibition for one night only from 530 until 7 o'clock at St. James Commons, which is right next to St. James Cathedral. Jack Nixon, thanks for being with me on the afternoon show. Thanks for the invitation. I appreciate it.